This, 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 this. this is Sideline Buzz with your hosts Kyle Keplin and Aubrey Smith, bringing you weekly fantasy advice and top sports news. Let's get it. Hello, welcome back. Week 15, uh, December 16th, 2020 today. Um... Let's see, last week's games, what do we got? Uh, first one I think we should talk about is the uh, Baltimore-Cleveland game. Yeah, it definitely. Turned into a shootout. Yeah. 40, Baltimore winning 47-42. Back and forth all the way through the game. Yeah. Yeah, the, that last quarter was really hectic. The one thing I want to touch on, though, they keep saying Lamar Jackson was having cramps. Yeah. I've had those kind of cramps before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he was getting massaged. I think he, he was yeah. definitely going to the bathroom. Yeah, I think so too. I think that was a, <laughs> definitely a bathroom thing. Kind of like a like a river back to Paul Pierce in the was it the 08 finals or 09 finals when oh, he got yeah. carried off the court. And he, yeah. he later admitted that he, it was because he had to go to the bathroom. I forgot about that, yeah. People don't forget. Yeah, I guess. Um, let's see, I'm going to touch on the Miami game. Uh, just Miami keeping up with KC. I, I mean, kudos to them. KC's a high-powered offense, and Miami's decent, though, you know, and and it's good to see that they're decent enough to keep up with them. It really hurt to see Gusecki go down, too, the way he did. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, he's still questionable this week, so we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I, you know, getting thrown down like that, that's a scary injury, you know. I mean, to see the Kansas City yeah. uh, doctors, Trainers, yeah. you know, yelling for the Miami guys, you know, get over here, you need, you need to be here now. Right, right. Um, then I want to go into the Washington beating San Francisco. Uh, they improved their record to six and seven, and, and even further solidify their number four spot. I think in the playoffs, and uh, kind of hurt that. That was a big game for San Fran too. I mean, they were they were still in the hunt. Yep. At that point, so I you know I think San Fran's pretty much out of it now, and and uh, Washington's still looking pretty decent and going into. A, what I think is going to be a lock at number four with a pretty good defense. So, you know, I mean, that's good. Uh, what else you got, Kyle? I want to talk about the Minnesota Vikings versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh, yeah. Let's hear the tears. Where do I start? <laughs> what did we do in our past lives to not be able to kick a field goal? <laughs> who did we, who do we got to make it up to? I mean, go from, yeah, yeah. you know, Gary or, uh, Gary Anderson back yeah. in '98. I got Blair Walsh. Oh yeah, Dan Bailey. Oh yeah. I don't even want to make the playoffs now because I'm scared that if we get there, it's going to come down to a kick. And guess what? Oh man, we're not that, making it. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, uh, just I mean, it's just like history repeats and repeats and <laughs> repeats for them. On uh, on Sunday, Dan Bailey missed all four of his kicks he had. Yeah, it wasn't good. Vikes went up early, six nothing. Did they miss the extra point? Did they uh, work out a kicker this week? Uh, I didn't see that they did. I yeah. think Zimmer's giving him one yeah, more week. That's interesting. I'm so actually surprised he didn't bring in something. Yeah, they, yeah. Minnesota even really just to send to a message. They're they're coming into a stretch right now. These last three games that they really need some wins here. I gotta um, say though that a couple of those calls in that Minnesota Tampa Bay game were very right controversial. Even yeah. to the point where Troy Aikman was even like, "Come on, man." Yeah, you know, as much as you know, we we have a buddy that we love to give uh, crap to about about. Bad calls in the NFL, you know, always going against the Vikings, he claims. But conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, this one this one definitely was. It wasn't very good. It uh, wasn't very good at officiating, I didn't think. And not only does it, 
you know, terrible that way we had to lose. But right before this game, if, if the Vikes would have won, we had a 74 chance, uh, 74% chance making the playoffs, mm-hmm. looking good, sunny skies, whatever, you know, right. looking good. After the loss, 24% chance of making the playoffs. God, so 50, I mean, yeah. Tough road. That's rough. 50% taken off just in the one game. And in a game that I think they could have won, you know, I mean, if if the officiating is a little bit better, I think they could definitely. Well, with the points Dan Bailey game. left on the field right there, that, that's, well, that's the yeah, game and that right there, yeah. So in, and that's the argument, you know, that's the argument that other people are going to make. You know, if Dan Bailey would have made those, then they would have won. Well, yeah, but there's also, I mean, there's other things involved, you know. Uh, top stories. What do you got? Top stories. Pittsburgh. I- Pittsburgh yeah. lost to Buffalo, yeah, uh, twenty six to fifteen. That was going to be mine. Yeah, uh, the Pete, the Pittsburgh defense kept him in it early. Yeah, uh, but once Josh Allen got rolling, it got out, got out of hand pretty quick. Right. Um, Diggs, he seems like he's open on every single play. Dude, Diggs is a stud. I'm telling you, offensive player of the year. That's that's my pick. Do you see Diggs as being a top five draft pick next year? Uh, in fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. PPR leagues. He's yeah, saying. I think so. I I mean, it, one more year in that system? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Nice. Yeah, so Allen had a great day. Uh, 238 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. That's... Uh, Pittsburgh just got dominated. I mean, nothing else you can say. They, they're just a, they yeah, weren't, they is, weren't a very good. And this is their second, their second loss in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, you're looking at other things there, too, you know, for the playoffs. But, you know, we'll dive into that a little bit later. But. Um, Lions special teams coach, uh, says he's going to fine his returner Agnew for getting tackled by Mason Crosby. <laughs> There's nothing more embarrassing than a kicker well, taking his, you down. uh, his unofficial quote, because I can't remember the whole thing word for word, but it was, uh, we don't get tackled by kickers and punters around here. You know, I, I, I want to agree with that, but have you seen Pat McAfee ripped? Yeah, like all these, all these kickers, all these dudes are jacked now. I mean, they're not like they're not athletes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I think <laughs> the kicker stigma could kind of be gone for yeah, the most part. Definitely. Uh, it's funny though that he's pretty much just saying like, <laughs> "Wow, guy, you know, you got tackled by a kicker. <laughs> you're you're getting fined for that one. That's ridiculous." Uh, what else you got here for top stories? Uh, I want to talk about Jalen Hurts' first start. Yes. Had Very pretty good. decent outing, uh, seventeen for thirty, mm-hmm. hundred sixty-seven yards, hundred six yards rushing. Yeah, hundred six yards rushing. Running that RPO with that offense now. Yeah, Miles Sanders benefited quite a bit from it. Yeah, Miles Sanders had a great day too. I think he had one hundred eighteen, something like that, yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns. You know, and he and he threw for one touchdown too, which is that's good news. You know, it was to Alshon Jeffrey. I think it was his only reception of the day, one for fifteen yards and a touchdown. But stats are a little misleading though on this one, though. He had a few balls that should have been picked off. And mm-hmm. One for sure should have been a pick six. So I mean, I don't think Jalen Hurts is still a viable fantasy option quite yeah. yet. Yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't hinge my season on it right now. Yeah, I, you know, my thing with Jalen Hurts is is right now. With the rest of the what three games left in their season, uh, you know they could make a little run here too because people aren't going to be used to Jalen. Mm-hmm. The, the defenses aren't going to be used to you know making that that you know their their schemes against him yet. You know what I mean? Sure. So I think I think they could win a couple more games here. You think this is going to be kind of like a Lamar Jackson effect where nobody knew what to do? With yeah, kind of. You know, I think I think people or these other teams, you know, they start. 
getting their defensive schemes ready, you know, a few weeks in advance. And I think, uh, I think it's going to throw people for a loop. Uh, I also have Detroit center Frank Ragnow. Now, this is the craziest thing I've, I've heard in a while. He fractured his throat in the first quarter of their game on Sunday. Fractured his played throat. the rest of the game. Didn't didn't allow a a, a, a sack or even a pressure with a fractured throat. With a fractured throat. Now this is the other crazy thing. When he when he did do when he got the injury, I guess uh, he he had told the other linemen that they would have to start calling out the plays because he couldn't even talk. He, he lost and his he voice. Didn't. So and I mean they didn't even skip a beat. You know, wow. like, that's so crazy to me. Next man up. Yeah, I mean, well, but who who has ever heard of really like a, a throat fracture? That's I honestly weird. didn't know that was a, a thing. Yeah, no, never uh, even heard. So of it. yeah, I guess you can you can definitely fracture your throat. I want I want to back up just a second here. Okay, uh, talking about Jalen Hurts. Oh yeah. What do you think happens with Wentz? I think he gets traded. Traded? Yeah. I. Why pay that much for someone that's just going to sit on the bench? I think. I mean, for just a, a secure backup, but. I don't know. I think he's traded. I, th- just, I think they they because I think they can get good a good trade for him. You know, like, it's not like he's washed up. He's just I just don't think that offense is a fit for him anymore. I actually think Carson Wentz is still their quarterback. Really, I think Jalen Hurts will finish out the year. They're going to let Carson just kind of sit back, reset. Really, come back next year. I'm paying you all that money. Right. I'm going to give you one more shot. I obviously saw something to begin with. True. I bet Carson Wentz is a starter for the Philadelphia Eagles starting next season. Hmm. He'll have a two-game window. Either show us what you got. Yeah. This kid's stepping up. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I I think he gets traded. I think they get like this. If they're going to do it, this is the time to do it. Because I think that, it, like I said, I don't think he's washed up. I don't think he's, you know, he's not hurt. He's not, you know, he's still a good quarterback. I just don't think he's right for that system right now. We're going to have to brush up on our cap space and all that dead money situation. Right, all that lingo. Because yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd really like to argue this point. I don't know enough about the, the contract the cap, yeah. in order to make a good yeah. argument, though. I mean, I'm sure there could, uh, you know, I who knows? I could be just, you could be right, and I have no idea, you know? <laughs> Uh, let's go into our injury report. Atlanta, Julio Jones, questionable with a hamstring injury. He didn't play last weekend, so keep an eye on that. You know, like I said before, what week one in the show, uh, hamstring injuries and, and stuff like that are very hard to, I mean, it, they're just lingering have, injuries. Have them every year, hamstring yep. and toe injury. Yep. Buffalo, John Brown, questionable ankle. Uh, I, the only reason I put him not questionable, doubtful. Uh, he's... Possibly going to be reactivated from IR this week. So keep an eye on that, too. Uh, Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, doubtful with a thigh injury. I think Mike Davis is going to play again this weekend. Uh, lock him in your lineups. I think that's a good matchup. Um, Cleveland, Austin Hooper, questionable with a neck injury. Dallas, questionable is Ezekiel Elliott, uh, calf injury that he played through anyways this last weekend, but just kind of keep an eye on it if he re-aggravates it. Uh, even it doesn't even matter. He's been frustrating me. I was just gonna go off on him, but uh, I think I'll hold it back. I was I gonna was go. <laughs> I was gonna go back and just just let him have it. But yeah, uh, Denver. Noah Fant questionable with an illness. It's not COVID related. I from what I've read. 
Uh, Philip Lindsay questionable with a hip injury. Melvin Gordon questionable with a shoulder injury. And Jerry Judy questionable with a hamstring injury, I believe. Yeah. No, ankle injury. Sorry. Um, then we go into Detroit. We got Matt Stafford questionable with a rib rib injury. And Kenny Galladay questionable with a hip injury. Uh, Green Bay, uh, Alan Lazard questionable with, with a core injury. Now, that one could be kind of interesting because he's been serving as their number two uh, you know, wide receiver this It'd be year. Tough with those quick routes. Yeah, and and I think uh, I can't even say that guy's last name. Brown, that Equitus Brown. I don't <laughs> even know. Where it is. You're asking a lot. Yeah, okay. but you know, I think he's still on. Uh, maybe doubtful or out or questionable too. So that one could get interesting for their wide receiver lineups. You know, or for Green Bay's wide receiver lineups. Houston, I got David Johnson questionable, undisclosed. Uh, he di- he is in the building. He was on COVID-19 list again, I think, last weekend because mm, he was yep. going to come back and play, and then he didn't. Uh, now he is in the building practice facilities, so I think he's going to be playing this weekend. Then we got Brandon Cooks, who didn't play last weekend either. Uh, foot and neck injury, he's questionable. Um, I don't know about that one. I think he could he could possibly sit another week. I think I think so. Well, I mean he he's proven himself to be he's going to be their number one receiver next year. Mm. So why risk it, you know? And and let let QT show what he's made of, you know. And he's been he's been handling the workload anyway. Cuz Houston's going to have to figure out what they want to do now, you know. Will Fuller is he really worth the worth the investment I'm, anymore? I move on from Will Fuller. You know, I he, think I do he too. He never plays. Yeah. When he plays, he's great. Yeah, but I don't need you for four games. So injury prone, and then you know, I'm sure it's really frustrating for him, and I'm sure that's why he was on PEDs because he was injured so much. Yeah, you know. But anyways, Las Vegas, Josh Jacobs questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, The Chargers, Hunter Henry questionable with a hip injury. Mike Williams questionable with a back injury. Now he left the game last week. Um, I can't remember first quarter. I can't remember what quarter. I think it was really early. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Austin Eckler questionable with quad injury, uh, and then Keenan Allen questionable with a hamstring injury. That one, definitely keep an eye on that one because that wide receiver, that's going to get interesting with their wide receiver core there. Um, let's see, Miami. I got uh, Devontae Parker questionable with a hamstring injury. Mike Jasicki questionable with a shoulder injury. You know, he got slammed on the ground last week. Scary-looking injury at first. He, I think he was limited today. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, he is. He is. That's good to see. I, I to think see. he's one more week. Yeah. Uh, Miles Gaskin out with COVID. He is on the COVID list, and then Jeremiah Grant questionable with uh, hamstring injury. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so then that could get interesting for there. I mean, yeah, two wide receivers now for Miami with hamstring injuries. You know who's who's up next there? Jakeem Grant. Well, he's questionable. He's one he's of them. Yeah, okay. I meant Jakeem Grant earlier, not yeah. <laughs> then we got Minnesota. Uh, Kyle Rudolph questionable with a foot injury. That, I don't think that's really a too. You huge don't think it's too er, concerning? Put in yeah. Irv Smith. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, true. Uh, I mean, Irv Smith's. I think Irv honestly, Smith's I think a better option. I think Irv Smith's going to end up being a, a really, really good tight end. In the I do NFL. too. Yeah, I do too. And once he gets his shot, like his for sure shot, I think he's going to be really well. Do do really well. Um, let's see. We go to New England. Uh, Julian Edelman, he is possibly going to be reactivated from IR, I think, today, I think is what I read. And then Damian Harris, questionable with a back injury. 
Um, uh, New England is kind of hurting with running backs right now. Uh, you know, or Burkhead, I think, is on IR. Um, can't remember their other back there. But, I'm sure they'll pick somebody up at the grocery store. Well, probably. They're, they're good at that, yeah. New Orleans, Drew Brees, IR, throwing, but he threw the ball around today, which is good. Well, he's supposed to be throwing the ball around today, I should say. So uh, I don't know how that's going to go or what they're going to, you with, know. With Taysom Hill playing the way he is, though, do you rush back Drew Brees right now? No, 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 no. They got the they got a playoff spot locked. Yeah, I, I, so I wouldn't wait until playoffs if anything. What if uh, the offense looks better with uh, Taysom Hill out there? I could see that being the case. Honestly, Drew Brees is healthy. I I believe that Kamara is better with Brees in, but I think that the wide receiving core is better with Hill in. Something to keep an eye on, especially Michael Thomas. Then we go to the Giants. Daniel Jones questionable with a hamstring and ankle injury. Uh, the Jets. Uh, Michael Pirine is questionable with the ankle injury, possibly being reactivated from IR there. So uh, that could give the Jets another running back at least because Frank Gore's on IR, or IR still, I think. Yeah, he's still yeah. on IR. And then we got Jamison Crowder questionable with a calf injury. I do not think he practiced today. It might just be maintenance related, so just keep an eye on that too. Pittsburgh, James Conner, questionable with a quad injury. San Francisco, Rakeem Mostert, questionable with ankle injury. Debo Samuel, he's out with a hamstring injury, and the coach said that he's likely out for the rest of the season now. They're shutting him down? Yep, yep. I think they're just going to let him rest for the rest of the season, just get healthy for next season, which, honestly, I think that's a great, great plan. A yeah, lot I mean, of these guys try to rush back with these hamstring injuries, and it's a lingering issue. Like, it doesn't just go away, you know? It's very easy to re-aggravate. So, I think that's a smart move. Tampa Bay, Ronald Jones. Doubtful with a finger. I think he's going to have surgery on it today. Uh, yeah, week? he got a pin put in this morning, I believe. Yeah, okay. So, uh, LeGarrette Blunt. Er, <laughs> LeGarrette <laughs> Blunt. My God. Uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Wow. How do, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I can see it. running style, I guess. <laughs> Uh, like, um, threw yeah. me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, I like, threw myself. I mean, as soon as you know, it was one of those things where it was like leaving my mouth, and I was kind of like, no. <laughs> uh, like going to Washington, Alex Smith questionable with that calf injury. Uh, you know, I think we all saw the blood run down yeah, his leg. I, I thought, oh no. <laughs> but uh, he played through. He's he's gonna be good, I think. And then we got Antonio Gibson. He's questionable with his toe injury that he did not play last week. So this would be huge for fantasy owners. I actually don't think he plays. He didn't participate in so. practice today. Or he yeah. was a limited participant. Yeah, he was practice. limited. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes and how that affects him going through the week here. Last week's bold prediction recaps. What do you have? All right. I had my first one. I said Michael Thomas <sighs> scores not only his first touchdown of the year, but he'll have two touchdowns and 100 yards. Okay. I was wrong. He was close. Eight yards, eighty-four or eight receptions, eighty-four yards. Uh-huh. Still no touchdowns. Yeah, I don't. Uh. Still no touchdowns. I mean, he, he has to be frustrated, right? The good news though is at least he's still healthy. True. <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, my second one I had uh, Tennessee was going to lose their second straight game to Jacksonville. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, they dominated that one, didn't they? Derrick Henry, <laughs> two hundred and fifteen yards, two touchdowns. Oof. Yeah, he, you know, I think I, I think that was one of my starts last week, uh, Derrick Henry, and and uh, yeah, I, in, and I've made this prediction before. I just did it two weeks early, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> so I was wrong on both my picks last week. Yeah, I, w- I was wrong on both of mine too. I I had Jalen Hurts uh, rushes for 60-plus yards and two touchdowns. He rushed for 106 yards, you know, and, and zero touchdowns. But uh, I had him throwing for 220 yards and one touchdown. He threw for 167 and one touchdown. So, I mean, I was, I was kind of close. I didn't look up how many times he was sacked. I didn't look up how many times he was fumbled or he fumbled or – Anything like that? I don't think he fumbled. I don't think, fumbled, or, or, like I don't think he turned it over at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, you know, and, and another thing with Jalen, I saw in that game too, uh, which really impressed me was how well he stayed in the pocket when there was pressure. Yeah, he didn't like panic. that. Really surprised me. You know, for a for a rookie quarterback like that in the NFL, you know, getting a start late in the season, you know, I really really impressed by that. So you think they're just getting the ball out quicker on shorter routes? Yeah, I mean, Carson he spread it around to like long. six different receivers, I believe. Well, six uh, or seven. I'm saying around the sack aspect of it. Do you oh, think, yeah. Do you think Jalen Hurst wasn't getting sacked because they were throwing short routes? Probably. Or do you think it's because Carson Wentz waits too long in the pocket? Mm, that could be too. You know, you know, Wentz does. Th- this is some things I noticed about Wentz, too, this year. Is he does miss some some throws, some wide-open throws. But I mean, it happens time to time. Don't get me wrong. I know that. I'm by no means saying that they're horrible, you know, or crappy yeah. quarterbacks, but but yeah, he does miss more than he should. More than he should, yeah. And and I think that's a lot of it is you know, that comes down to him holding the ball a lot in the pocket and any line, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, you're you're gonna they're gonna get past you eventually, you know. I mean Well unless you're Aaron Rodgers, they let their guys hold all the time. You well, have twelve yeah. seconds oh, in the here pocket. We go. Here no we go. Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Minnesota uh, was my other one. Be- I had them beating Tampa Bay in a nail biter, uh, possibly OT. Uh, you know, we we kind of went over that twenty six to fourteen, four missed field goals, uh, a lot of controversial calls, and it just didn't go in my favor this week. Uh, who'd you have for your sleepers last week, and and how'd they do? Last week I had Mitchell Trubisky going against Houston, and I was I was right on Mitchell. I. Yeah. Went 24 for 33, 267 yards, three touchdowns. Wow. They spanked the Texans 36-7. I'm sure you were upset. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, Trubisky, you know, Mm -hmm. he did good. Yeah, yeah, and that's the second week in a row, I believe. Yeah, actually third week in a row. You know, maybe he's he's back. Maybe the... I wouldn't. Whoa! I wouldn't go that well, far. Well, you know that he's and, good. Or he's okay right now. Right. So that's where I was going to take this. Is do you think he starts? See, I could see him being the the Bears quarterback next year for the start of the season more than I can see Wentz being the, the quarterback for Philadelphia at the start. Do you of the think season. Trubisky is going to start? Has a better chance of starting for the Bears? Yeah, I think he. I think Wentz he tears the up these last five games, and you know, two's already gone. Three more games here. He's already had two really good games. Three more games, he tears it up, and I think he starts next season. I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just I, I can't see Wentz starting next season. I don't see it. Uh, what, what, did you have anybody else for your sleepers? Uh, I had Cole Beasley last week. Remember okay. I had a, yep. the stat that he had more yards than A.J. Brown and all these different yep. top yep. level receivers? Uh, he did okay. He, I mean, he was I, I was kind of okay. He had five receptions, 41 yards, no touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, I hope you weren't depending on him to win your your fantasy well, game yeah, last week. I mean, right. if you're depending on Cole Beasley, there's other problems. You got issues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's deeper deeper rooted issues. So there. I'll give myself a half a point for that one. I, oh, I was kind of okay. Man. I was kind of right. All right, fine. Uh, Jalen Hurts was my sleeper for last week for a quarterback. Uh, just went over his stats. I'm not going to do that again. But uh, 
I think he, I think he was very solid this week. I, I really so I really think it's going to be interesting to see how he does the rest of the season. My other one was J.D. McKissick. Uh, he went 11 for 68 yards, or rushed 11 times for 68 yards, no touchdowns, and he had two receptions for 18 yards and no touchdowns either. I mean, that's pretty decent. I mean, they're decent. It's a decent yeah, it was line. Decent. It was you decent. know, he probably got eight points, 8.7, something like that. Uh, and then my other one was Cameron Batson for Tennessee. <laughs> he didn't even get targeted. So. <laughs> uh, it, I was waiting for that one. But in my defense here, in my defense, I did put him down as a sleeper only if AJ Brown was was gonna be wasn't gonna play, which because I messed up last week and thought that AJ Brown was hurt for some reason. Start, sit, boom, bust. What do you got for quarterbacks? All right, start out the week. I have Tom Brady. Going against Atlanta. Really? Okay. Atlanta's the worst defense in the league. We go over this every week. Yeah. Uh, Brady just has a history of torching the Falcons. I mean, if we yeah. go back to the Super Bowl, I mean, any time before that, he just torches the Falcons. I think he's in Matt Ryan's head. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a blowout game. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think they'll do all right. I think Tom Brady is going to be fine this game, uh, even with Ronald Jones out, which, you know, Ronald Jones is more of their pass catching back. But, yeah. But uh, I think I think Fournette's going to be just fine. I think in, just in being able to alone. take that pressure off of you know being yeah. able to throw the ball. Uh, who else you got? I got Taysom Hill going against Kansas City. Okay. Uh, they bought, opened up their playbook now with Taysom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're comfortable with them spreading the ball around. But against Kansas City though. Well, it's going to be a shootout game. I mean Kansas City's going to go up fast, Could and be. New Orleans is going to have to keep pace. You think so? It's not going to be. I think know, it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be in the How, teens. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think it's going to end in the teens. You think like 17, New Orleans defense or is going to slow down Patrick Mahomes that that much? Yeah, I kind of do. You got Mahomes, you got Kelsey, yeah. you got Tyreek Hill, you got yeah. Nicole Hardman, you have uh, Bell coming out of the backfield. You really think New Orleans defense is going to hold up? Mm. I don't think so, dude. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. This game is going to be so hot. It's going to be like, I'd say the over-under of like 70. What? It's going to be high scoring. Mm. Wow. Okay. Might be 40 to 20, but it's going to be high scoring. Right, yeah. Hmm. 40-30. I don't know, man. I just just see that game going low for some reason. You know, with with New Orleans' run-stop defense and and their decent secondary, and then KC's got a great secondary. Yeah, I I don't disagree that their defenses are both pretty pretty good, but I just think these quarterbacks are, I mean – I just think the quarterbacks are good, good enough. Yeah, okay. and I think the offense as a whole from New Orleans is good enough yeah. to torch Kansas City. Hmm. But you got I mean, Mahomes I, on the other side. I see your argument. I see your point in the argument, but I don't know. Just doesn't feel like it's going to be high scoring to me. Um, I got Lamar Jackson versus Jacksonville this week to start. Um, I think he's been doing all right the last couple of weeks, and I think he's been, you know, I think they've been letting him run a little bit more. Then they, you know, I think they were trying to make him into a pocket passer, and it's just not who he is. Um, so yeah, I, I think Lamar Jackson has a big game against Jacksonville this week. Um, my next one was Ryan Tannehill versus Detroit. Yeah, I think I think Ryan Tannehill has a great game this week. Uh, I think that's... Detroit's like 29th against against opposing quarterbacks. So, well, I think too. I think Derrick Henry's gonna have a field day. They're terrible against yeah, them. and that's the only Derrick thing Henry that will have a hundred yards. It's gonna open it wide open for Tannehill. Yeah, you know, and that's the that's the other thing that I could see. This just isn't a good matchup for Detroit in general. Because Tennessee has both. They can throw and they can run. 
and Detroit's terrible against both. So I yeah, I can. That's the only thing that's gonna hamper uh, Tannehill's performance and output is gonna be Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, who you got for your sit? I got Matt Ryan going against Tampa Bay. Okay. As I said earlier, I think Brady's in, ten, in Matt Ryan's head. Yeah, and, and, and no with Julio, Julio yeah. I mean, who's he going to throw to? He's very right. Julio dependent for his points. Yeah, and it looks like Russell Gage is the one that throws touchdowns now too there. So, <laughs> <laughs> how pissed would, do you think? I'd like to know how many people that cost him their game. Yeah, uh, you know, speak of speak of costing games, you know, Noah Fant too. Oh, it's you know, goose egg. Well, he cost he cost a guy in my league. Did he? Yeah. Yep. Uh, not good. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, I had Deshaun Watson as my sit this week for against Indianapolis. Uh, especially, you know, no Will Fuller, no, I mean, no uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, no David Johnson. Uh, I think it's just going to be kind of a rough week. Indianapolis' defense is, is too good. I don't I don't think it's a good week to start Deshaun. Yep. Uh, and then we got Boomer Bus. What do you have? I'm going to say it again because I know nobody listened last week. Uh-huh. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky, okay. If you need a quarterback, pick him up. Yeah, they play Minnesota. Interesting. They do. Yeah. Coming off his best game of the year. Yeah, Minnesota's Min- secondary is not great. Minnesota's allowing 24 points per game to yep. opposing quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's if you need if you need a solid quarterback, pick Trubisky up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, that tastes so weird coming off my mouth. Right? Just, you know, especially. I yeah. hate saying it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my boomer bust this week is going to be Jalen Hurts against Arizona. Uh, I think he could I think he could definitely have a good game against Arizona. Arizona's so up and down this year. Wh- which way are you leaning more? I'm leaning, leaning more towards boom. the boom, honestly. Uh, and, and we'll get into that a little bit later, too. What do you got for running back starts? Uh, after the performance last week, Cam mm-hmm. Akers going against the New York Jets. Ooh, okay, yeah. He got 29 carries last week, 179 yards. Didn't get in the end zone, but... Yeah, I definitely think he cemented himself as the number one back there over Daryl Henderson. 100%. Yeah. So, Cam Akers, start him. Yep, I agree with that. What else you got? I got Miles Sanders, Philadelphia Eagles, going against Arizona. Okay. Um, With Jalen Hurts in there, getting a ton of volume with the RPO option. Yeah. Uh, He only had 14 carries, but 115 yards. Yeah, yeah, big runs, big openings. Two touchdowns. Yep. And he's also getting the receptions out of the backfield, too. He had four four receptions, 21 yards. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm really excited for this, this, actually, because I have Miles Sanders in one of my leagues, and I've been sitting him for, like, the last four weeks because he hadn't done anything. I have, too. And now I'm actually plugged him in this week. And I'm really excited for it. I, I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, my starts this week were David Montgomery against Minnesota. He's been on a tear for like three weeks straight now. And Minnesota's reeling right now too. From yep, they just can't do anything right on defense. Yep. Seems like, and I, I think he's going to have another big twenty-plus point game for for fantasy owners. Uh, and then I also have Jonathan Taylor versus Houston this week as a start. Houston's run defense. We've went over this. It's atrocious. So. I think Jonathan Taylor has a big day. Twenty. It, it's hard to gauge plus. Colts running backs. One one week it's Naheem Hines, yeah. next week it's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, you yeah. just gotta hope to pick your pick the right one that week. Right, and and it just depends on who they're playing and what kind of what kind of game plan they have for that. You know, if it's a team that's good against the run, but you know, I don't know myself, I stay away from Jonathan Taylor and any running back for the Colts. Mm, okay, I mean they're gonna get you some points, but you just gotta hope to pick the right one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who you got for your sit? I have David Johnson. Going against the Colts. Yeah. Uh, it's coming off being on the COVID list. Indy's defense is just, they're back healthy. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, I don't play. David Johnson's gonna have a rough day. Uh, yeah, I don't play any of those. Uh, I got Ezekiel Ez- <laughs> Elliott as my sit. Ezekiel sitting in the playoffs. Yep, yep, against San Francisco. You know, Pollard has had more points than him last week. Pollard. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, was it? It's. I mean, this is. We're, we're going on like three weeks here. There are three, at least three out of the four weeks. Last four weeks. He's atrocious. He's horrible. He's screwed me almost. He completely screwed me in my playoffs. Do you no. think it? Do you think this all stems back from the quarterback position, or is it just something that he's not? I don't know, man. I because I don't understand why he can't be that good. As good of a running back he with Dalton as he is with Dak. What's Dak have to bring to the game that Dalton's not for Zeke? A running game, I mean, like an RPO option. Or are they dealing with a bunch of offensive line injuries, you know? As far as I know, they're not. I don't know enough about it to... He's just so frustrating this year. And, yeah, I think if you have better options, play him. Do you think Zeke is still a top 10 pick next year? Next year, yeah, with that, if Dak comes back. But, I mean, they're still fighting about his contract. So, what I mean, I don't know. Dallas is interesting to me. They they do weird things, and it, it baffles me sometimes. Uh, what do you got for your boomer bust? I got uh, San Francisco's Jeff Wilson going against Dallas. Okay. This is all depending on if Raheem Mostert isn't playing. Okay. But if Mostert's out, this guy's going to see a ton of volume. Yeah, I think I, – I don't – know if Mossert's going to play or not, but yeah, I could see that. And then Dallas, they've given up a 100-yard rusher in three of the last four games. I yeah. Mean, it's just a soft defense. I, yeah, I think this could be a really great sleeper, you know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette is my boomer bust for Atlanta, or versus Atlanta, sorry. Um, I can just, I can feel a big game for Fournette. I think he wants to prove something, and I think this is his game to do it. Well, if, I mean, if Ronald Jones is out, I mean, he's yeah. going to see a ton of work. So right, exactly. I think you're right. Yeah, I think this is going to be a big game for Fournette, and I think he, he kind of puts a staple in it where he used to be, you know, those big Henry-type games, you know, 100 yeah, You, got, you kind of forget about Fournette being yeah, in Tampa dude, Bay now. Fournette used to be a beast, man. He he used to be he used to be great. Um, I mean, he he definitely can put up those, those games that are, you know, 150 rushing yards. So it'll be interesting to see if he can do it, and 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 I think get some confidence back. I think because I think he's kind of lacking in that department right now for yeah. for what's going on with him. I thought for sure he was going to flourish in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, I did too. I didn't expect Ronald Jones to do as good as he did as he is right now. Wide receivers, what do you got for your starts? I have Brandon Ayuk, okay. San Francisco yeah. going against Dallas. Yeah. Debo Samuel, they shot him down the rest of the year. Yep. He's been averaging 10 targets a game already since week eight. Yeah, Brent, yeah. Ayuk is a great, great start this week, I think. Yeah, Dallas defense, just, just soft, man. Mm-hmm. What else he got? Allen Robinson, going against my beloved Minnesota Vikings. Man, you know what? That's funny you say this, because this is one of this is one of the, my guys that I, I wanted to pick this week. And I, I like, I talked myself out of it uh, for some reason. But, yeah, I like this matchup. I mean, Allen Robinson's been getting 39% of the targets. Uh, given, Vikings are giving up the 11th most points to fantasy uh, wide receivers. Yeah. And Trubisky's rolling. Trubisky's rolling. And that's all you need to really know, you know? Trubisky's yeah, I mean, rolling. And I think, yeah. This I think is just prime. It's, it's prime for Allen Robinson. Agreed. 100%. Uh, 
I went Corey Davis this week versus Detroit. I think this is going to be a good week for him. I hope. <laughs> uh, you know, I know I was big on him last week, and he didn't have the biggest game, but, man, I think this is going to be the one, especially against Detroit. They just they can't stop it, and I, I, think, I think he gets in the end zone twice this week. Corey Davis, can yeah, be in the end zone yeah, twice. I do. You know, I don't know if he'll have maybe seventy yards receiving, but but two touchdowns, I think. And then I have uh, Terry McLaurin versus Seattle. Uh, I think I think Washington's going to fare all right in this in this contest. Seattle's not that great against the pass, and I I have a good feeling about McLaurin this week, and and Alex Smith and him are are very, you know, they got it down. I think, you know, he's been putting. So you're, up some you're good depending points. on if Alex Smith gets to play then. Yeah, I think Alex Smith is going to play though. I, I don't think that was ever. I guess I don't. I don't really think it's a question, but you know, could be. I guess we'll see how it goes. What do you have for your sit? I got people that like to chase points, you know, in the league. You know, some guy drops twenty or whatever the week before, then they pick him up right away off the waiver wire. Yeah, I think this guy's one of them. KJ Hamler from Denver. Oh yeah, yeah. Going against Buffalo. Yep. He scored. Uh, he scored all of his points on three targets, two receptions. It just happened. Both those receptions were touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And Buffalo's defense is tough. I just don't go chasing points. Yeah, I think I think Tim Patrick's the guy. I mean, if you're going to own anybody on Denver for wide receivers, Tim Patrick. That's my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. think Tim Patrick's actually done really well this season. Sneaky. Nobody talks about it. You know. Uh, I got Michael Thomas against KC as my sit. sit. Yep. Yes, I do. I don't think he's going to have a good game. You need to explain this. I just, listen, Casey's got a good secondary. I, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game, like I said. And I think, I mean, Thomas maybe gets you, I think Thomas gets you under 10 or under points this week for a PPR league. That I see this completely opposite guy. I see yeah, I know. High-scoring. I yeah. see him getting... 100, 150 yards. Yeah, I just One I can't score. see it. I, I something's telling me that it's not going to be a high scoring game, and and I just think Sidney and Michael Thomas. I mean, he's he's not like he's catching touchdowns, anyways. It's not like he's having huge games. That's true. I mean, maybe for a flex option, but I just I don't know. I think there's better. It's going to happen, guy. One of the, and this is the week it's going to happen. Who yeah. who better than Casey to do it again? Eh, I guess, but I mean, I just think I was think it. Wait, 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 if options. I remember right, I could be fully wrong though. Didn't Michael Thomas have beef with Tyreek Hill a few years back? But mm. that Tyreek only made it to the Pro Bowl as a kick returner, not a receiver. Ooh, maybe. I don't. Sounds I'm, familiar, but I, I want to say know. it was Michael Thomas and him. I could, could be. be wrong. Could be. I'd have but, to look it up, but yeah, I don't. That'd I'm be not another sure. thing too. I mean, if if I'm remembering right, then that would be another you know, feeling the fire there. Yeah, true. A little chip on the shoulder. Yeah. We'll see though. I could I be know. wrong though. Don't quote me on that story. Yeah. I just think both defenses are, are are decent enough to make that a low scoring game. What do you got for your boomer bust? I have Calvin Ridley from Atlanta going against Tampa Bay. Okay, Julio Jones is out. Somebody's got to get the targets. Why not Calvin Ridley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. You know, he's definitely going to get the targets with if Julio's out. I have no stats to back up anything I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just having a feeling. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I, I can see this, though. You know, Tampa or Atlanta's going to have to throw the ball in this game. They're, I, mean, they, I think they're going to be down fast. And I think they're going to have to throw and get back into it. And I think if Julio's out, Calvin Ridley definitely is your best option. I have DeAndre Hopkins versus Philly. The best receiver in the league. Yep. 
They're my boomer bust, though. You think he's going to boom, I'm hoping. Um, I think it just depends on Kyler. You know, I mean, <laughs> obviously, but depends on what kind of day he has. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, all this kind of just ties into, uh, you know, a later segment. So we'll just kind of get into it later, I guess, <laughs> on why I think this. But, uh, but yeah, I just have Hopkins against Philly. I, um, I mean, obviously, you're still going to start Hopkins. Don't get me wrong. You know, you're not going to sit him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying that, but I just think he's going to be more on the bus side this week. It's crazy how much a quarterback can change. Right. Even when Hopkins was with Houston. Yeah. He was good for, you know, 15 to 20 every game. With Houston, because Deshaun Watson's a stud and I don't think it mattered who they played. You were starting him every week. Yeah. You know, he was, he's kind of like that, uh, um, Hmm. He's like Dak Prescott. You start him, he gets you points. True, I mean, yeah. He's going to throw some picks here and there, but he's going to get you your points. Yeah, no matter who they play. Yeah. Uh, tight ends, right? Yeah, I have Jared Cook going against Kansas City. Like I said, this is going to be a high-scoring game. You're Taysom. really on that train this week, huh? Taysom Hill and Jared Cook, they've hooked up for touchdowns in back-to-back weeks now. Mm-hmm. It seems to be his favorite target. Okay. And Chiefs have just a little trouble yeah, guarding they do. tight ends. They do, yeah. Um. Hmm. I'm not mad about that one, but I just that you know we can go over that all day. I guess New Orleans game, but I just don't see it being high scoring. Uh, I have Tanyan versus Carolina this week. He's 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 pretty much a must start now. I think. Yeah, right? yeah. I I think. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be like Kelsey. Right. Receptions yeah. and yardage. Dude, but Kelsey's I think he's, a stud, man. He's just. I. That's why he, I don't. Ever, I never even put Kelsey in my start on this because. You it's obvious. To. It's yeah. so obvious that it's like, yeah. Uh, what do you got for sits? I have Dalton Schultz from Dallas. Okay. Uh, single fantasy points for three straight weeks. I mean, this is for if you're just scraping for a tight end like I am in a league. I had to look at this guy today, and I'm like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. If you have Dalton Schultz, you should sit him. There's definitely better options out there. Yeah, I agree. Um, I have Goddard versus Arizona as my sit this week. Interestingly enough, because, like I said, we'll get into it later on in, in a different segment, but um, I don't feel good about the tight ends for this game, for Philly. I feel good about everything else. I just don't feel good about the tight ends. Okay. Boomer bust. I believe this is my sleeper last week for tight end as well. Cole Komet from Chicago, mm-hmm. going against Minnesota. Again, if you're in deep and need a tight end, this might be your guy. He's getting seven targets a game. He's catching four to five of them. I mean, yeah. he's not going to put up a you know 20-burger for you, but he might get you you know three, four receptions and a touchdown. Well, I mean, he could with that many targets. Yeah. So. I mean, it, all it takes is so one With Allen good Robinson being healthy and stuff, I don't see him getting that right. many. But he ma- this kid makes the most of his targets, though. Right. Um, commit. Okay. Yeah. I got TJ Hawkinson this week versus Tennessee as my boomer bust. Um, I think he's going to be a little bit more on the boom side. I think he's going to be the only one that really makes an impact in this game for receiving for Detroit. So I I believe he's going to be a a decent uh, start. Maybe, I mean, even hmm, depending on what your team looks like and how how many teams are in the league, you know, he might be a decent flex option this week. Yeah. Defenses. What do you got? Defense. I have Seattle going against Washington. I know Seattle is one of the worst defenses in the league. Right. But they're coming off one of their best defensive games all year. Mm-hmm. 
And I like this matchup, especially if Alex Smith doesn't play. Right. Okay. If Alex Smith plays, and I'm not so confident about this one. Yeah. But just keep an eye on that. Hmm. Okay. My start this week is the Rams versus the Jets. I mean, I, it's just an obvious one. And I I don't know. I couldn't not put it, I guess. But, yeah, uh, the, uh, they're going to decimate. I don't even think the Jets put up any points at all this game. None. And then I have Carolina versus Green Bay for my sit. Uh, I don't think. You think that Adams yeah, and Rodgers hook up? Yeah, gonna it's just going to decimate them. Yeah, and, and Carolina's not very good against the run. And I think Jones is going to tear it up this week, too. I'm going to have a big week this week. What do you got for your sit? For my sit, I have Minnesota going against Chicago. Minnesota's mm. secondary has been getting torched. I mean, yeah. they had those two costly pass interference penalties, questionable ones. I mean, but that just has to, that has to hurt the confidence just a little bit. Yeah, I think. Um, and Chicago offense. I mean, Allen Robinson, Trubisky, they're they're rolling. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see that stopping against this Minnesota defense. Right, and in Minnesota, kind of all years, they haven't really been that shut down defense. You know, as far as like they're not going to hold anybody to six points. No, like if they win a game, it's going to be. A pretty high scoring game, and it, you know, like the, it's going to be like a twenty seven to twenty four type of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, Boomer Bus, what do you have for that? I have the Tennessee Titans going against Detroit. Okay. The only reason I'm picking Tennessee is that Matt Stafford might be out. Right. Again, if Matt Stafford's in, this can go either way. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna like this one. <laughs> My Boomer Bust is Washington versus Seattle. <laughs> you're going the other way on me. Yep. Huh? Yep. Uh, I think Washington's going to have a good game this this week. Uh, so you're saying Trubi- or, uh, Russell Wilson and Lockett are going to have a terrible game then? Listen, Washington's defense is not, not anything to to wave away, man. I think they're very solid, and I think they're slept on. I think we saw it last week. We saw it against – you know, I mean, we saw it two weeks ago. I, I, I really like them against this Seattle offense, and I think – Seattle's defense isn't quite that great either, so I don't know. I, I think I think it's going to be more on the boom side for Washington this week. Sleepers. What do you got for sleepers? I have Jalen Guyton versus Las Vegas this week. Now, this is – he's a rookie – Rookie wide receiver. I think he, well, you know, this just depends on if, if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams play, right? So if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen don't play, which is possible, then you're starting number one guy for Justin Herbert this week, other than Hunter Henry, is going to be Guyton. And uh, I could see him having a huge, huge game. Very huge game. Uh, and But... It's going to be like that Cameron Batson pick last week. You know, only he's only going to have this big game if these other players don't play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then he's going to get the target share. And my sleeper, I got uh, I got Kalen Balage. Oh, okay. Eckler's going to be out. I think Balage. I mean, it's basically just switching one out for another. Hmm. Balage's reception back. Yeah. What about Joshua Kelly? I don't know. That. You know, they, like they kind of been going away from him, going more towards Balage. Yeah. In the last week or two. Hmm. Bosch came from Miami, right? I think so. I think so. Um, I have Russell Gage as my other one this week. Uh, you know, same reason if Julio's out, I think Russell Gage has a big game. You know, he threw for a touchdown last week, so so I mean, why not have another decent game? 
right? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Gage has a, a good game against Tampa Bay. Tampa, uh, Atlanta's going to have to throw the ball that game, like we said. So he's going to be their number two number two receiver behind Ridley. Survivor League picks. Uh, I mean, our obvious ones: the Rams, Pittsburgh. I got Buffalo as an obvious one. Um, I, I mean, you probably don't have those people left. I don't even know if you even in. Survivor leagues anymore, you know. Right I'd be now, surprised anyways. if there's a survivor league still going. Yeah, I mean, most people are probably splitting money by this point, mm-hmm. um, or or it's just over. My bold picks, though, I got Las Vegas over the Chargers uh, for the Thursday night game, and I have Philly over Arizona. That's my bold picks. Philly over Arizona. Yep, my bold picks for the survivor league. <laughs> I only have. One. I mean, you weren't picking Philly all year, so. This is the game. If this is any game they're going to win, it's going to be this one. I have Detroit over Tennessee. I know Tennessee is an 11-point favorite right now, but if Stafford plays, I think Detroit wins this game. Really? I just have a feeling. He can Mm. never count Matt Stafford out. He just can't. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay. Any other ones? No, that's the only one. Okay. Well, let's go into our bold predictions. Hot take segment, bold predictions. What do you got? Michael Thomas will get into the end zone. <laughs> finally. Oh man, we're just gonna fight tooth and nail over this one, huh? I listen, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Dude, he broke the reception record last year. Shattered it. I think they have one rushing touchdown by Taysom Hill, and I think they have two or three field goals. I think it's gonna be the Michael Thomas Tyreek Hill show this weekend. Really? I just back to back, just yeah, it's just gonna non stop. Basically it's gonna be Hmm. You know, just a shootout between these two. Yeah. I just don't see it. Uh, <laughs> what else you got? I have Cole Beasley. will score two touchdowns. Really? He's probably only going to have Brown 50, 60 yards. Yeah. He will see the end zone twice. Hmm. Interesting there. Yeah. If you're trying, trying to fight for a playoff spot, who better than to go to Old Faithful? Yeah. I mean, he's getting the targets. Definitely a good flex option, I think. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. What do you got? I have Philly beating Arizona by two scores. Two scores. Two scores. Yep. Yep. I just, I, my confidence in Arizona just isn't great this year. Are they uh, play, they're playing in Arizona, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you still think two scores? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Jalen Hurts has a great game, and I think Philly just beats the crap out of him, honestly. I don't know. I, th- I think that defenses are going to, Mimic what they're doing to Lamar Jackson, almost what they're doing to Jalen Hurts, and just going to amplify it even more. I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a rough game is this one. I think they're already mm. going to kind of have him figured out a little bit. Yeah, I heard one of the uh, sports analysts, uh, actually one of the ex NFL player, can't remember who, the, who it was, uh, compared Hurts to uh, Randall Cunningham. Already? Yeah, just in what he saw in that game. Okay, but, you know. Like I gave him that comparison, which is kind of interesting. That is because I wasn't really thinking about you know it gave me that Vic feeling, but everybody I guess forgets about Randall Cunningham. Vic, you know, kind of gave or you know the Randall Cunningham vibe. You know what I yeah. mean? Like because Cunningham was like the first. Yeah, you know, he was the first running. What was the one from the Titans there? McNair, Steve. McNair. Oh yeah, Steve McNair. Yeah, that's right. I, I forgot about him. Like how good he was. But Cunningham was before him, wasn't he? Uh oh yeah, Cunningham yeah. was like in yeah. the eighties. Yeah. So yeah, we're. I mean. We're on the same page, I think. You know, yeah. I, I think I think he's going to be that type of quarterback. I also have 
Washington beating Seattle in a close, low-scoring game, too. I, I I feel good about Washington, man. I, I don't know why. Like, something inside me is telling me that Washington's going to go into the playoffs and make some damage, make some noise. If Alex Smith isn't playing, I don't see this game going that way. Yeah, if Alex Smith isn't playing, but I think he's going to play. I mean, he played through it in the game. I think he's going to be all right. Uh, let's see here. Crystal ball segment. Lost him one now like this one. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns will host a playoff game. <laughs> okay, so you have Cleveland. Okay, so you're having Cleveland winning out, right? I have Cleveland winning the rest of their games, yep. Yeah, and then you have Pittsburgh, who's already locked, by the way. Going 2-3 uh, in their last yeah, game. Yeah, so you have them losing two of their three games. They'll both end up with a 12-4 and record. Indy and Cleveland, okay. No, it'll be Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Right, but I'm saying you have Pittsburgh losing against Indianapolis oh, yes, and, yes, yes. and Cleveland at the yep. end of the year. Yep. Okay. I mean, I could definitely see this happening. It's not out of the question, I don't think. I mean, it depends on what the tiebreakers are, you know, like we were saying. Um, for them to get that, that number one seed for the, for the uh, well, for their, you know, conference. But, um, see, I have it more... Because I have them as my crystal ball this week too, but I have it more Cleveland and Baltimore battling out for the number seven spot to get into the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, I think Cleveland just wins. I think they. I think they host a game. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. Don't get me wrong. I can see it. It's I'm not out not of the question. Big on Pittsburgh. I'm just not big on them. Yeah. I think they're kind of showing their colors right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they, they're dealing with a lot of injuries too. So I don't know. Um, I just think Cleveland and Baltimore are going to fight it out for the number seven spot now. And, uh, I mean, think about this. Cleveland could go, what? Let's say they go, they've lost four already, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they lose one out of the next two or three, sorry. Okay. Right? So what are they going to end up? They'll lose five, they have five losses and 11 wins. So 11 and five. And let's say Baltimore goes eleven and five, but Baltimore gets into the number seven spot. We could have Cleveland on the outside looking in at eleven and five. That if that was to happen, man, that just sucks for Cleveland. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is their year right now. They're they're doing great. You got any other crystal ball segment? Oh, I got a quick question about this Cleveland team. What's that? Say, um. Uh, what's his name? The receiver for Cleveland. Landry? Uh, or Odell. Odell? OBJ. Yeah. yeah. Say OBJ doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Where's Cleveland sitting right now? That's a good question. Do you think it Do you think it really changes their record right now? Or do you think they're still right where they are? <laughs> as much as I like OBJ, uh, not really exactly for the person that he is, you know, his personality, but, but just because LSU, I like how he plays the game, but... Uh, I think they 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 have a worse record right now, if he's still there. And it, it's funny that you brought this up because me and a couple of our, uh, my other buddies were were kind of messaging back and forth about about OBJ and Landry and how Landry, you know, I mean he's a target monster, right? Yeah. You know, so I mean he's gonna get targets, but he needs those targets in order to be good. You know what I mean? If you bring someone like OBJ in there and he takes those targets away, right? I mean, Landry isn't looking as great. And I don't think they win as many games. I think they I think they run better as a team with just Landry. 
Do you think it's just because OBJ is a name, or do you think that he just commands that much attention? Because I've I think, never been a big OBJ guy. I mean, other than the couple, you know, that one catch against Dallas that couple years back. Yeah, I think it's know, more he, of a locker room thing, you know, like the energy. I think OBJ might bring some downer energy energy into the locker room, mm-hmm. and I think Landry brings that. Well, the that two of them are best friends, though. They've been friends. Well, since yeah, high school. yeah, I mean, yeah. You would right. think you think they wouldn't be like that, though. I don't think it's I don't think it's a big subtle thing, right? I think it's more of this like OBJ walks in and I think he's such a he's made himself such a big name and made himself appear larger than anybody else on that team that everyone else on that team you know just kind of when he when he look when he walks in, you know, I think they're just subconsciously it just brings them down a little bit. Where I think you know, Landry walks in. He's been in that organization for a while already, and he's the type of guy that's going to motivate you. Mm. He's going to walk through the door and be like, "Hey, man, how are you?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't, OBJ's, you don't see OBJ. I doing think that? OBJ is going to be the kind of that walks in the door and kind of just you know whatever. You know, so I got Landry's shit to do. the type of guy that knows the lunch lady's name, right? Yeah, I think so. You know, I watched a video the other day on on Landry. Was it last year? I think, and or maybe two years ago, where he gave that speech in that in the wide receiver room. Uh, when the you know during mm. uh, hard knocks maybe I think it was when they had that season there, and man he can motivate like Make you know he'll tell you how it is for sure you know and I think uh, I I think I think they going back to the original question I guess I think Cleveland record record is worse with OBJ right now. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. You already went through year two, correct? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, I oh okay. Yeah, I have one more. Minnesota playoff outlook. Uh, they're on the bubble right now, right? They're right on the edge, right on the edge. This game this week is huge for them. If they lose this game, I think they're out. I I think they're already out. If they win this game, I think they're in at the seventh seed. You still think they've made? Yeah, seven I think I think if they win this game, I think they're in at the seventh seed. But they also need Arizona to lose this game too. I think losing that game last week, that you know, a tough game. Mm-hmm. Playing a divisional opponent this week in Chicago, it's always tough. I think they're playing in Chicago, aren't they? Or they're playing no, Minnesota. no, they're playing in Minnesota. So okay, I still think Chicago wins. You think so? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kick, until they get the kicker situation figured out, I don't have any confidence at all. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, yeah. you, it's instantly deflating. I mean, you you drive the field and let's say you get you know a thirty yard field goal for them, you took you six minutes to get there, right? And you come away with nothing. True. I mean, it just deflates your offense. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I feel like I feel like this week they're going to beat Chicago, and I think Arizona loses this week. You know, like I said in my bold prediction, but if that does happen, I mean that's what they need to happen. And I think if that does happen, I think they lock themselves into that number seven spot. It, it's going to be a tough road. It's going to be a tough road to yeah. the playoffs. They just need some things to fall in place, and I think they need to just have a really good game this week. Now, notes and requests. I have. We just had one this week. Um, buddy of mine asked, you know, what to do with what he's got going on with his roster this week. You know, he's got Keenan Allen. He's questionable. Uh, I'm guessing this is PPR, but he's questionable with his hamstring injury and hamstrings. I just, I just don't like those injuries. The thing with that injury too on this team is that Keenan Allen's playing the Thursday night game. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're really going to pay attention. Yeah. I think what you do here is you take Corey Davis and you put him, take him out of your flex there. I, th- I believe, yeah, that's our flex. Take him out of your flex, put him in your wide receiver spot. 
So then you have your flex open. You know, just switch him and Keenan Allen, right? So you get Keenan Allen in your flex spot. So then you have options. You can put a yep. running back or a wide receiver in or a tight end, right? Actually, I think this just says, yeah, this is just wide receiver and running backs. Mm-hmm. So his options are James Conner, who's questionable. Todd Gurley against Tampa Bay. I, I don't think that's a good matchup. I leave Todd Gurley out. Yep. I leave... I think I leave James Conner out of this one too, especially questionable. And James Conner really hasn't been doing a whole lot this year. Right. So now you got Deontay Johnson for Pittsburgh. Didn't he, he just got benched this last week too, didn't he? Well, it was some yeah, I think I think he has a couple drop passes and I think Do you think he bounces back or do you think he kind of sulks for a week? Well, or two? I mean they play Cincy, right? And this is the problem, right? So the Chargers play Thursday night. So he has to have this decision made. Mm-hmm. Hamstring injury this early. Obviously, to, even if he plays, though, this is where I'm having trouble with it. Because I have Keenan Allen in my league, too. <clears throat> so even if he plays, how much do you trust a hamstring injury? That's something that can be tweaked on any play. Right. Even a simple movement. Yeah. Tweak it. Any, you know, any cutting, any and burst of, of you know, speed. Ah, uh, man, this is tough, actually. You know, now more than I'm thinking about it. I think I plugged. Man, this is a second round of playoffs, probably. <laughs> this is a tough decision, actually. I I said Keenan Allen. I started Deontay Johnson. I think that he's going to have a bounce I think back game. If Keenan Allen still has a questionable tag, you know, like up until 90 minutes before kind of thing. Like, if they say, hey, we're going to see how he feels in warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Start Deontay. But if they come out tonight or tomorrow morning and say, like, let's say they come out today and they say full participant. Yeah, then, then I say, uh, then Allen. I say start Keenan Allen. But if they, if they, if we're, <laughs> if they're saying, yeah. hey, we're going to wait until kickoff, I do not chance that. Yeah, I, I agree. Do not put yourself in a position where you're no offense position, you know, where you're, you have him starting and he doesn't even play. Um, so then we got, Pittsburgh's defense or the Rams' defense? Pittsburgh versus Cincy or the Rams versus the Jets? I think the Rams. Uh, yeah, I go the Rams 100%. Yeah. You got Jalen Ramsey. I mean, yeah, I don't I, even know who would be guarding Perry. I, I guess. honestly do not see the Jets even scoring at all No, this game. I don't even know if they get past the 40. Yeah, it's going to be a tough dang game for the Jets. Yeah. Uh, definitely Rams over the Jets. Take the Rams. Okay. Yeah, I think I think we're on the same page there, but yeah. That Keenan Allen one, you just got to really keep an eye on that one. Hmm. No better options than McKissick, huh? James Conner on the bench, but... Hmm. I actually, I'm, I'm kind of big on McKissick. Yeah, I mean, he's all right. But if, I hope he's not hoping to right, but if win Gibson's with playing, McKissick, right, but yeah. McKissick's going to get to your points. True. Might well, look. I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for supporting us again. Thank you, everybody. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. Once again, you can find us on Instagram it's at Buzz Sideline. Find us on Twitter at Buzz Sideline. And last week I messed up the email thing. I didn't realize it until I listened back. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, you know, any any requests or matchup problems, uh, sidelinebuzzsports at gmail.com. Thank uh, you.